With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. We are back. I don't know if we're better than ever, but great to be back from vacation. More phone calls, best and worst of the weekend, as we always do every Monday. 877-3DP-SHOW. Operator Tyler standing by. Emails, tweets, all the above are welcome. Say good morning to Peacock, those watching, our streaming partner. You can download the app, watch for free, and our radio affiliates around the country. Uh, We got uh, our poll question. We've got a couple poll questions going on, and I'm not sure what we're going to do in the final hour of the program, Seton O'Connor. Yeah, Dan, right now we had hour one. Kevin Durant wants out of Brooklyn because, uh, well, 40, let's see, 50, still 53% of the audience saying that's just what he does. Hmm. Uh, It follows up by knows he can't win here. Coach management is the least, uh, has been voted on the least amount of times. Are you surprised by that? Well, it feels like it's either just one or two things here that he could be upset about or doesn't like. They didn't extend Kyrie, and now Kyrie wants out. And uh, as a result, Katie is like, well, if you're not going to stay, then I'm not going to stay. But if you go to Phoenix, I, I think we always look like, oh, Katie wants to go to Phoenix. Man, him with Devin Booker. All right. If I'm the Nets, this guy's got a four, has four years left. It was, it was a year ago that he signed this contract. 11 months ago. And I would say, hey, oh, you want to go to Phoenix? All right. We want Devin Booker. Uh, do you still want to go to Phoenix? Because that's what I'd be asking for. And this is still a guy who's one of the top three or four players in the game. I can't get leftovers. I can't get scraps. You know, you're going to give me draft picks. If you're the Nets, that's what you want? Draft picks? Uh, Yeah, see. I just love the storyline, though, the idea that Kevin Durant ends up in Portland, who should have drafted him in the first place. Oh, no. You're right. I don't think it's going to happen, but I would love to see KD and Dame Lillard together. Oh, man. But if I'm if I'm the Nets, I say, you want KD? We, we want Dame Lillard. 
Like, why, why wouldn't you want their best player? You're going to get our best player. We want your best player. And then a lot of these trade offers are probably going to disappear. Kyrie to the Lakers, uh, you get him for a first-round pick in 2027 or 2029 or maybe both. Because if I'm LeBron, I just say, hey, give him 2027 and 2029. I'm not going to be here. Kyrie's not going to be here. And these are going to be low first-round picks. And let's try to win another championship here. But I'm not giving you our best players for scraps. But teams sometimes do this. I mean, Rudy Gobert going to Minnesota, you sort of set the market and you go, okay, what's it cost? Rudy Gobert is a very good good player. Uh, in today's NBA, I just don't know how much of a factor he is. Like, all right, I got a guy who can rebound and uh, he can play defense. Okay. Uh, if they get rid of D'Angelo Russell, then I like their chances. I like their team. Uh, but now you get... Draft picks, first-round draft picks. And I don't know what those draft picks are going to be because you're sending him there. They He makes them better, so your draft picks are going to be worse. But that seems to be the going market here. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Dodgers swept the season series from the Cubs for the first time in franchise history. They rallied from a pair of five-run deficit to uh, beat the Cubs. Also, uh, Albert Pujols is now fifth on the all-time home run list. He hit his 684th career home run, helping the Cardinals over the Phillies. And he's going to be an all-star this year, Albert Pujols? Yeah, they're kind of uh, you know, adding people to the list. Ceremonial yeah, all-star? Final all-star appearance, get the, the, the wave, the crowd, all that good mm. stuff. Shohei Otani is an all-star. Is he an all-star because... Of being a great pitcher or a great hitter or the combination of both here? Is he great at either one? I think pitching, he's been dominating this year. Uh, ERA is under two, 2.50. I think he's 8-4. and four. Uh, Hitting-wise, he's always going to have power numbers. But, you know, he's not a high-average guy. But you get the combination there, and you want him in the game. You want him to be the starting pitcher pitch one inning, and then he gets to go in and bat. And maybe has two at-bats. But that's really important, I think, to have these players there that people may not watch baseball on a regular basis, that you do get a chance to see. And maybe there's some fascination there with that. But I I love that. I mean, celebrate baseball. It used to be that the All-Star game was competitive. Uh, The American League and National League didn't like each other. But then there was no interleague play. And then you had, well, you get home field advantage in the World Series because Fox said, well, we want something out of this All-Star game. And uh, this way, people are going to watch because you want to see who ends up with home field advantage for the World Series. Now it should be just a celebration. You'll get competitive moments, but I guess if you're going to watch, you're going to watch and watch like the other All-Star games. Just go out there, have fun. We want to see the best players having some fun there. But uh, Shohei Otani is an all-star, and uh, will he be an all-star as a pitcher and hitter again? Both. I'm guessing, but it feels like he's, he's got the potential to be a better pitcher than hitter. Although that, you know, I, that might go from season to season because he did have an incredible offense, you know, when he won the MVP last year. 
But as far as, you know, what he does as a pitcher, throwing that in, uh, and I, I hope he's able to do both for a long time. Yeah, Paul. You know, he could get, if he got enough starts, he could get one of those Jacob deGrom, Cy Youngs, where you're like 11 and four or something, you know, where your team doesn't support you. Because he's eight and four this year with the Angels. And the Angels are what, like 20 games out of first. Yeah. They stink. And they don't support him in any way. But he, he, he got 23 starts last year. Let's say he got up to like 29, 30 starts, like a most major league pitchers. He'd be pro, if you prorate that for where he is right now, he'd be, he'd be 19 and eight in the American League with a 2.44 ERA. That's, that's Cy Young stuff. Yeah. Yes, Todd. And even if Otani doesn't have a great batting average, you're still amazed with the way the sound of the uh, ball goes off the bat. And especially for an exhibition, that could be enough of a reason to see him uh, do his thing, even if he's not batting uh, like 300. Yeah, I, I love to watch, I love to listen to him at the plate. Not, not many guys you say that about. There are certain guys that you love to listen to them pitch. And the first person I ever heard in, in person was Nolan Ryan. Like I heard the pitch when it hit the catcher's mitt. It just sounded different. It, it almost exploded. And, it, and I always felt like, you know, the, and catchers would wear a, a sponge inside the mitt just to reduce some of that impact that you would have with Nolan throwing. And back then, you might have had radar, but not every pitch was, you know, they didn't have a, a gun, I don't believe. And I don't know how accurate it was, but I just remember when he threw, it was different than anybody. Doc Gooden was another pitcher that it sounded different when, when it got to home play. All right, uh, we'll get some phone calls here, best and worst of the weekend. By the way, Tyreek Hill... On his podcast. Now, this is what I love. When you have an athlete who says something on his podcast, like Draymond Green, I'm all for it. Like, you can say whatever you want. You might have to eventually back it up. Whereas KD, he may not say anything on his podcast. You know, it'll be about the media and the narrative and spinning things. And I would just ask him one question. KD, why do you want out of Brooklyn now? That's all. Just tell me. Don't don't make this a media thing. What did you tell the Nets? Why did you? Why do you want out of Brooklyn? That's it. That's all I care about. And until he answers that, don't tell me he's got a podcast because I don't care. Tyree Kill, Dolphins wide receiver. He was honest about now. He's been kind of puffing up Tua, like, hey, you know, yeah, you know, he's the most accurate quarterback. He's saying all these nice things, and and I get it. Then he got real because. He said this about Tua this season. You know, in the NFL, they only give you like two to three years to be a successful quarterback, especially if you're a first-round draft pick. And if you if you don't succeed after those years, then it's kick rocks, man. So basically, they don't put Tua into that, you know, I feel like. So it's basically his last year, man, just to show people what, what he got. He's saying what everybody else is saying. But this is his quarterback who's going to be throwing to him. And then, of course, we're still talking about Tua underthrowing Tyreek Hill. You got to get that build up, you know, just like all of the clips they've been releasing and stuff like that. You just can't show it all. Like, that's why I really believe they, like, showed that clip of Tua underthrowing me, you know, mm. just to get people talking because they really know what Tua capable of, for real. Okay. Not sure I follow that logic, but because uh, it, it was a negative for Tua. 
that we wondered. Look, he's not the first quarterback to underthrow Tyreek Hill, and he won't be the last quarterback to do that. The podcast is It Needed to Be Said. Yes, Paul. Now, Tyreek Hill is saying that the media played the underthrow clip of Tua often to highlight the fact like, oh, this guy can't throw it. The team released the video. The Dolphins (laughs) released a video on the Dolphins' Twitter page. Like It wasn't like a a, a local station was at practice and said, let's take the bad one and put it out there. Don't blame the media. Yeah. Blame the social media kid who's 23 goes, look at this underthrow. I'm going to post this. You can blame us for a lot of things. You can blame the media for a lot of things. But there are other times when you go, nope, not buying that one. Nope, that's not on us. That's a, First of all, it's on Tua who underthrew him to begin with. Because if Tua overthrew Tyreek Hill, we would go gaga over that. Like, oh, my God, he overthrew him. What a cannon. Yes. So when we saw him throw an infield fly rule, like, all right, I'll wait this. Uh, I'm going to fair catch this. Yeah, we're going to, because we wonder about his arm strength. That's been one of the knocks on him. Plus, I got to be curious about the Dolphins social media team that they're thinking, hey, we got this incredible piece of video. Yeah, what, what, what's happening? Tua underthrows Tyreek Hill. That's how fast Tyreek is. No, 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 no. We're going to look at uh, that uh, Tua can't throw. Yeah, see. It is pretty crazy, though, that he was like, yeah, he's basically got this year to figure yeah, out or it it's is. over. That's what I loved about it. And that's why I came here. Yeah. What? <laughs> Dude. The uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers have refuted a uh, podcast. And I don't know if this was a, a report or a rumor that uh, Jimmy Garoppolo would end up as Tom Brady's successor in Tampa. And, uh, yeah, that, that's not happening. Rick Stroud, our good buddy who covers the team, said no. And they, they share the same agent, but uh, Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times said uh, not a chance. Um, Stroud, Stroud cites an unnamed Buccaneers coach who said if Garoppolo could throw a deep ball, he would have won two Super Bowls already. Um, although I think if you go back, I don't – there was a year where Garoppolo had the best percentage, however they equate success, in throwing the deep ball. It might have been 2018 that he was the best deep ball thrower in the NFL. Well, he wasn't like one for one, was no, he? No, no, like, no. Like the one he threw. No, do- no, no. I think if you check, he was the best deep ball thrower one year in the NFL. Maybe more than one. Uh, we talked about Baker Mayfield going to Carolina. Uh, okay. I mean, doesn't change much. Makes them a little more interesting. A lot more interesting. That is if he beats out Sam Darnold, who's actually two years younger than him. I, I would have, well, he doesn't cost you anything. I would have played, I would have waited for Matt Corral for another year. I, I like Matt Corral. Now I got three options there. And I don't know if, well, Matt Corral's not ready. Sam Darnold has been there. And uh, now you got Baker Mayfield coming in there. But uh, the over-under, according to DraftKings, is six and a half wins for your Carolina Panthers. All right, we'll take a break. More phone calls coming up. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. 
New episodes drop every Thursday. So do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening what's up everybody this is Stephen A. Smith when I'm not at my day job first tape you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith show podcast tune in every Monday Wednesday and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports pop culture business and politics You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Biggest names in track and field head to Oregon for the World Track and Field Championship Saturday at 3 Eastern and 9 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. Been a bittersweet couple of weeks for Oregon, the Ducks. You have USC and UCLA leaving to go to the Big Ten. So Oregon pretty much without a conference here in the Pac-12, but uh, they'll have some opportunities. They do have some star players coming in. Um, Since 2010, the school has appeared in two national title games and has managed to capture three Rose Bowl victories. Um, On top of all that, you got the great relationship with Nike, so that enables the Ducks access to elite-level facilities. So the loss of USC and UCLA certainly hurts, but... Oregon's got a lot to offer. The question is, what's going to happen to the Pac-12? What's going to happen to the Big 12? 
I would keep an eye on what's going to happen with the ACC because my source told me over as soon as I saw the USC UCLA situation, um, and the Pac-12 has always been in line with the Big Ten because if you'll remember back when I told you the Big Ten was going to shut down football, and as a result the Pac-12 would follow suit because they were pretty much in lockstep, and that's what happened. So when I reached out to my source, when I saw that UCLA and USC, of course, those natural rivals with the Big Ten, oh, God, this is going to get old for those, those athletes who got to travel. You know, if you're traveling to Arizona or Arizona State, you can return. Now you're going to be a baseball team or volleyball team is going to go to, uh, you know, Rutgers, and then, uh, hey, turn around and come back home. My source said, keep an eye on Clemson, Miami, and Florida State joining the SEC. And I thought, if that happens, game over. And what you're going to have is you're probably going to have two conferences. You're going to have the SEC, and you're going to have the Big Big Ten. And we're going to rename them the AFC and the NFC. I mean, that's really what it's coming down to, the college version of the AFC and the NFC. You know, I, I've said this for years. This is where we're headed, and I truly believe that's where we're headed. Because if you get to 2025, and all of a sudden we start to change what's going to happen with the playoffs, how many teams get in, this is going to be professional football. And I think if Clemson, Miami, and Florida State join the SEC, you know, there's going to be casualties. And there should be, because there are some programs that aren't worthy of playing big-time football. No, the the financial part of this, and that's what USC and UCLA offer. Uh, As far as Oregon on the outside looking in, are you going to have the Big 12? Can the Big 12 have a competitive conference? You know, does does a TV contract, is it going to be worthy of the product you're going to have? You know, the Big 10... Still has, you know, some bottom feeders in there. Um, But you're trying to get, like the ACC was really a basketball conference. That's sort of why it was formed. Or they wanted to, you know, have it larger and include the basketball teams. You know, Notre Dame is still the outlier. And uh, my source said Notre Dame was not going to commit Didn't think there was going to be any commitment. And maybe if they do, it would be the Big Ten. That would make the most sense. But they don't have to, is what I was told. But keep an eye on Clemson, Miami, and Florida State. If they join the SEC, then it's mic drop time. Yeah, Paul. So the Pac-12 in a couple years will have 10 teams. The Big Ten will have 16 teams. I love that the names don't match the number of teams even closely. Yeah. Yes, Todd. It's ridiculous. I was going to ask you before about Notre Dame. You think it's in their best interest to try to stay independent as long as possible, or eventually they have to cave in and they're going to have to pick one of the two major conferences? That's. Uh, I don't that's know left. when NBC, that contract with Notre Dame expires, but this is what I would do. If I'm the Big Ten, I would say to my schools, you can't play Notre Dame because I, I want USC to play the teams that are going to be in the Big Ten. I want you, USC plays Rutgers. You know, not a rivalry, obviously. But I don't, want, I don't want to share my team with another conference or with Notre Dame. Like if Notre Dame wants to play Army and Navy, Air Force, go ahead. But I, I don't want to share 
if I want to be territorial here and I want to help my schools in my conference. Yeah, Paul. The Notre Dame deal with NBC is reportedly through the 2025 season, which matches up perfectly okay. for what we're talking about. And they make $15 million annually through that deal, Notre Dame. Plus, if they make the playoffs, they don't have to share the money. So let's say Alabama makes the Final Four. They have to share a portion of that BCS dough with every other team in the conference. When Notre Dame makes the Final Four, which they have a couple times, they get every dime of it. A couple of phone calls. Uh, Barry in Santa Fe. Hi, Barry. Welcome back. Good morning, fellas. Good morning, chat row. Uh, Best of the weekend. My man, the stud Zach Wilson of the New York Jets. Uh, First off, uh, Broadway Joe Willie Namath, he had a lot of dog in him. He brought us our uh, only Super Bowl, so hopefully a uh, precedent has been set. And uh, secondly, with all his hijinks and shenanigans, no losses. My boy, smooth. All right, thank you. No worse than Thank you, man. Zach Wilson, the uh, story that uh, he lost his girlfriend and she's now with his former best friend, former teammate at BYU. And Paulie said it's only apt that uh, the mascot for BYU is the Cougars because uh, Zach Wilson, uh, apparently, according to his ex-girlfriend, was dating his mom's best friend. Imagine what he asked for on the recruiting trip going to BYU. (laughs) The mascot. Name, image, and likeness. I likeness you. Uh, yes, Todd. I like that one. Thank you. That was very clever. Tim in Florida. Tim, best and worst of the weekend. Uh, hey, Dan. Hey, Danette. Thanks for taking my call. Appreciate that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, five six one sixty seven. Thank you. Uh, I have two bests uh, and a worst. I was at a customer conference over the weekend, and the speaker was Shaquille O'Neal. And the whole time he talked, all I could think of was, shut up, Dan Patrick. Dan Patrick, shut the hell up. (laughs) And then the second uh, second best was uh, on my way back from the airport, I was riding a tram, and the guy standing next to me rips open his Velcro wallet, and I thought of Polly. (laughs) Thank you, Tim. Where do we stand with uh, research and development, Seaton, on the DP show Velcro Wallet? I believe it's uh, it's happening. Okay, it's yeah, moving along. And Paulie proudly <laughs> pulls out that Velcro wallet. You know, I, I was on vacation in, in a beachy area, and when you go to like like a little beach shack outside, yeah. and you're, you're buying like a, you know, a, you know, beach food. You know, like like fish tacos and junk like that. Mm-hmm. It's fine. But then when you go to like a nice restaurant mm. and the, the waitress brings over the check and you do mm. this, I muted it. I muted it. I, I felt myself <laughs> muting the, the, the you Velcro. Put it, you put the wallet underneath yeah. the uh, table and then you like make a noise like, dang <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> it, they heard. Yeah. Uh, Luke in Pennsylvania. Hi, Luke. Hey, Dan. Uh, before I get to my question, I'm just going to need to know, can I get a private line? Because I have a lot of questions about sports, and I can never really get through. But anyways, how do you feel about Kevin Durant, and what do you think, like what team do you think he'll go to? Uh, thank you, Luke. Uh, you haven't elevated yourself to the status that uh, Tyler would give you a private line there. Nobody's elevated themselves to that. Um, Maybe it depends what his mom looks like. Maybe we can make a deal. Well... Uh, as far as KD, I, I'm not as interested 
as to where he wants to go as much as why he wants to go. If it's Phoenix, all right. Um, it sounds like Phoenix is his number one choice. Miami is probably second there. But I, I, I don't. He wants to play with Devin Booker reportedly. But uh, if I'm the Nets, I I got to get Devin Booker back. You want KD? Got him. I got to get Devin Booker back. Uh, but they won't. They won't. Trust me, won't happen. Uh, Jamie in North Carolina. Hi, Jamie. What's uh, on your mind? Hey, Dan. Hey, guys. Uh, six four one ninety five, and I have a five week old Rory here, who's twenty two inches, ten pounds. Nice. His hands are big as Marvin's wow. already. <laughs> and I just wanted to, I just wanted to say, being a sous chef for the past decade, we do a lot more than cut vegetables, man. We we we'll wash some dishes here and there. And, well, what? Tell me what a sous chef does, Jamie. Um, well, we, we are there to be in charge of the kitchen when the executive chef or the head chef is not there. And we do all the responsibilities that is necessary while he's gone. And then when he's back, you kind of fall back in line and try and be his extra set of hands pretty much. And are you, you do whatever the, needs to get done. Are you the offensive coordinator to the head coach? You could say that. Yeah, yeah. You keep the boys in line or, or people, female, women men, whoever in kitchen, <laughs> keep them in line and, um, you know, make sure everybody's doing what they got to do and make sure you're doing what you got to do, too. <laughs> do, you, do you have a great kitchen story? Oh, man. Um, it's not great, more painful, but one time I thought I could pick up a big pot of chicken stock. It was like probably 200 pounds and the valve opened up on my leg and burnt the entire side of my leg. That was not a great story, but that, that's one that always pops to my mind. <laughs> That makes you think, hey, maybe you're not as strong as you think you are and tough as you think you are. Well, <laughs> not did... the greatest story, but it, it was painful. <laughs> well, thank you, Jamie, and good luck on uh, on your uh, newborn baby there. Yes, he... I've been watching this show, actually, over the break called The Bear, um, which is about this, like, young chef who uh, is born and raised in Chicago but goes off to become, like, a super high-end chef, and then he comes back to Chicago to take over the family business. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's really well done. It's it's a really good show. Um, but it's it's so much of it is based in the kitchen of this restaurant, and everybody's, like, screaming and yelling at each other and, like, all the different personalities that are there. It's really, really good. I never worked in a kitchen before. Nope. No. I... Never got to that. I always like mowed greens at a golf course. Or uh, I mowed, you know, when you see those tractors along the highway mowing grass, I did that. You've been doing it for years. I've been mowing grass for a year. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I have been. Yes, Eden. There's um, the the energy of the show or like the energy in the kitchen of the show is similar to only a few days that I've spent in a TV control room. Oh. Oh, where everybody is just screaming expletives at each other all the time. And then afterwards and like, hey, good job today. That was fun. All right. All right. We did it. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you were just calling me like horrible names. Yeah. Five minutes ago. Well, you don't take anything personally when you're in those situations because it's it, that's in the heat of battle. And and when you're in a TV control room and it's I mean, there, there's live bullets there. All you care about is what it looks like, you, and you never want to hear that. When you're on the air, you never want to hear what's going on in the control room because it could be organized chaos, but you're out there on the set, 
you're live on TV and, you know, you might hear about it after the fact. But during the, during the uh, broadcast, you don't want to hear any of that stuff. Richard in Virginia Beach. Hi, Richard. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan. How are you? Great, Richard. First time caller, long time listener, 64225. Uh, my best would be the RNA coming out and saying that Greg Norman was not going to be invited to the British Open for the 150th uh, anniversary. I think that's very good on their part. Okay. And the worst would be a Chicago fan in general. I mean, the Bears, the Cubs, and the Blackhawks with the NHL draft, they gave up so much, and they're constantly rebuilding when I don't understand why they don't, Especially with the Cubs, they had such a good nucleus there and really didn't bring back any of them. And now they're having to rebuild again. They've got the fifth worst record in baseball right now. So I'm hoping they just tank it the rest of the year. Maybe they'll get a number one pick. Yeah, you know, it's one of those where you had the Blackhawks. They won. Uh, The Cubs got their World Series. You know, it goes in cycles. Sometimes that cycle can be like eight decades but, uh, you know, it's a, it's a town where sports is down. You know, the Orioles have won eight in a row. And Jeff Passan of the Mothership said, the Orioles just finished a four-game sweep of the Angels. They won eight in a row, one game under five hundred, two and a half games back of Toronto, trail Boston by four, trail Tampa by three and a half. They're doing it with a payroll that's lower than Max Scherzer's salary. Stat of the day, stat of the day, here comes the stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, here comes the stat of the day. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. My thanks to uh, Darius Rucker there. Jack Nicholas is getting an honor at St. Andrews for the Open Championship. He is going to be an honorary citizen of St. Andrews. How many other sports, American sports stars have been named? Should I put it like that, Paul? Yeah, so three-time Open winner, British Open Open winner, Jack Nicholas will become the third American to be honored as an honorary citizen of St. Andrews, Scotland, the town itself. Okay. Two other Americans have received the honor. Um, How many are golfers? One. Tom Watson? No. He probably will be, but maybe not before Jack Nicklaus. Okay. A golfer who was very popular in the 40s, 50s. So that would be Ben Hogan. Bobby Jones. Oh! 1958 became an honorary citizen. Okay. The other was honored in the 1700s. Very famous American. I did not know he has any golf background. George Washington. No, you're really close. Thomas, Thomas Jefferson. Jefferson. Benjamin Franklin. Oh, 17, of course. Yeah. Be frank. No. Uh, he was an inventor and a statesman, of course. Overrated. Yeah. I guess he uh, hit the links over there or was something. I got the sense that he did a lot of fun things. Do <laughs> you think Ben was... Uh, he had a little bit of a swashbuckler. Play really? Yeah. Play, uh, what, play uh? He spent like the whole Revolutionary War in France <laughs> negotiating, air quotes. <laughs> Negotiating. Yeah. You know what was up. Bonjour. Comment vas-tu? Mi amour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Très bien, merci à toi. Oui, oui. 
Je va très bien. Let's take a break here. We'll come back. Close up shop here on the Dan Patrick Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I don't know if these uh, offers have been made, but according to the mothership, uh, the Suns would get Kevin Durant. The Nets receive Mikhail Bridges' Cam Johnson, Dario Saric, four first-round picks, and three swapped picks. Brian Windhorst says he doesn't think the Suns are even offering this yet. That's been the speculation. If he's going, he wants to go to Phoenix, this is what they would have to give up. But if I'm the Nets, I would hold out. You know, 
he 11 months ago, he signed this contract. And I would just say, look, we committed to you. Now you're decommitting from us. And we, we want Devin Booker. Like, we got to think about the future here. And, and you know, I'm, I'm going to guess that what's going to happen is Devin Booker will be with the Suns. And they'll end up getting, you know, players and some picks. But if I'm Brooklyn and you're, you know, like fed up with this whole thing, make sure you get something in return. A lot of times we'll look at addition by subtraction. I want to look at addition by addition. I want to make sure I get somebody really good. Uh, if You know, the Lakers, I don't want Russell Westbrook, but you might have to take Russell Westbrook for a year. I mean, if it's going to be a mess, then, all right, bring in Russ. Uh, we got Ben Simmons. We got Seth Curry. You might have to include Joe Harris in the deal to, you know, keep that in mind, too. Because you got to get the salaries to match up. And if Kyrie is making $10 million less than Russell Westbrook, now i got to include somebody else in there to send him to the Lakers, if that happens. All right, uh, final results of the poll question. See you, no counter. Dan, we put up a special one just for hour three. Oh. The second best James Conn movie. Hmm. Because there really is only one answer for the first, right? Oh. His best movie. That, that would be The Godfather. Yes. Sonny yes. Corleone. Yeah. Uh, uh, right now, the options we gave you were Brian Song, Misery, Elf, or Other. You honeymoon take- in Vegas, Rollerball. Yeah. Um, I would say Misery, but this audience, I think, is going to say Elf. Yep, right now 43% of the vote has Elf. Uh, Misery and Brian's song are tied. Brian's song at the time was huge because you had Brian Piccolo, uh, you know, fullback with the Bears, and then you had Gail Sayers, uh, you know. And is today the anniversary of uh, Brian Piccolo's death? That's oh. correct, yeah. Wow. So uh, Brian's song at the time, and you had Billy D. Williams play Gail Sayers, and you had... Uh, you know, a, a white star, black star. Uh, there was a lot of emotion in it. They were wonderful in the roles that they played. And just at the time when it came out, uh, you didn't have to be a Bears fan or a football fan because a lot of times these movies aren't really about the sport that they're in. It's about the relationships. And that was very well done. And, and uh, I would say misery because Kathy Bates... Kathy Bates and James Kahn, there's some, uh, there's some serious drama in there. I did ask James Kahn about Kathy Bates, and I said, you know, did she scare you? He goes, yeah, yeah, she probably could have beat me up. And, uh, but she is so good in that movie. Mm. It's so creepy in Misery. Yeah, Paul. James Kahn has double Hollywood immortality because obviously The Godfather and Godfather 2 – uh, misery, misery is pretty up there, but Elf is now a staple Christmas movie, yeah, yeah. which he has a you know big role in. So he's got double. Yeah, and he plays uh, Will Ferrell's dad in Elf. <laughs> yeah, yes, Marv. My second is not on the list. I'm going to go with the program. Oh, he plays the coach. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. Marv, you don't like that more than The Godfather, do you? Not going that high? Oh no, no, no. That's not. That's <laughs> crazy. I said second favorite. But it is above Elf and Misery and Brian's song. Uh, yes. Yeah, I, okay. I, I can't buy that. I, I don't even know if I saw the program. I've never seen Misery, so. Ooh. Okay, I'll watch the program if you watch Misery. 
deal. Well, okay. homework assignments? Yes, homework assignments. Are we getting homework assignments? <laughs> well, just Marv is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Paul. I, I don't know if you're going to like the program. It, it could. Some people like oh, it. I'm, get, I'm sure I won't. It's quite, let's put it this way. Ross Tucker loves it. Oh. So it's quite hokey. And I love Ross, but he, he likes hokey stuff. Program. No, I, I won't like it. But uh, James Conn passing away. Holly Berry? Okay. She's in the program? Hmm. All right. Yeah. yeah she's, between, uh, she's in a love triangle between two running backs. Don't spoil it. <laughs> so I get Holly Berry, you get Kathy Bates. All right. I'm winning. Bloop, bloop. Bloop, bloop. To you. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, Mark. <laughs> yeah. You don't even know who Kathy Bates is. She was the mother in the water boy. Yeah, she was. All Good right, call. Let's go, Mark. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> mama. <laughs> uh, mama. Uh, let's see. This day in sports history, Paulie, what do you have? 1914, Babe Ruth made his debut with the Boston oh, Red Sox. Boy, 1960 yeah. in Honolulu, the first USGA tournament outside the continental United States was held. Uh, 1985, Nolan Ryan of the Astros, first major league pitcher, pitcher to earn 4,000 strikeouts in his career. 1987 is a big one. Bo Jackson signed a contract to play football for the L.A. Raiders for five years. Okay. Wow. It was also on this day in 1961, one of the strangest occurrences to ever happen in a baseball all-star game. You can't guess. If I give you a million guesses, you cannot guess what happened in 1961. All-Star game. A gust of wind at Candlestick Park knocked pitcher Stu Miller off balance. He was called for a balk, and that caused the All-Star game to go into extra innings where the National League won 5-4. to four. So he gets knocked off the mound. They call a balk and then ties the game. Then it went into extra innings. Um... On this date, 1989, Bo Jackson, first plate appearance, All-Star game. I think it was off of uh, Rick Russell. Hit a bomb. 448-foot home run. Uh, he got MVP American League, won the All-Star game. Here's another one. Uh, Eric Liddell, he won the gold medal in the 400 meters at the Summer Olympics in Paris in 1924. He withdrew from the 100-meter race, his best event, because the finals would be held on a Sunday, that story became Chariots of Fire. That was uh, 1924. Dun, 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 dun. Does it sound like that? That was pretty good theme music. That was pretty good soundtrack right there. Pretty iconic. Yeah, yeah it is. Yep. Yep. Who was the band who did Chariots of Fire? Paulie? Vangelis? Van... Van... I don't want to pronounce it. Vangelis? Some... Vangelis? Vangelis. Is that who it is? Van- Vangelis or something like yeah. that? Is that right? I-, I don't know their second best song. Huh. I was going to say Mannheim Steamroller. Okay. <laughs> yeah. By the way, your Reds got a balk off this, this week. They won a game uh, off a balk. Reds are playing well. Yeah. Playing well. Is anybody uh, Googling that, uh, Todd? I'm trying to see what I can come up with. That, I know you're under the weather, but if you can... If you can Hold on for another eight minutes here. Yes, yes, Bo. Vangelis is a Greek musician. Evangelos Odysseus Papanathasou. It's the best I could do. Uh, uh, he's from Doesn't Greece. Doesn't he do Afternoon Drive on KLAC? You know what? He, yes, Petros right. and Money? Yeah. He just died th- uh, a month and a half ago, Vangelis. We missed it. Did he do Chariots of Fire? Sure he did. I think. Yes. 
Okay. His score for Chariots of Fire won him an Academy Award for Best Original Score. <laughs> Congratulations, right. Van. Zach Wilson finished runner-up. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Just passed away. And now I'm, I'm just bringing it back here. You know, that, that's Original a callback. That's a, that's a callback is what that is. All right, let's go around the room. What we learned on the program, Todd. You probably shouldn't tell your friend that you think his mom is hot. Yeah. Seton O'Connor. Zach's got some dog in him. <laughs> Marv, what did you learn? The sous chef is like the offensive coordinator. Yeah. In the kitchen. Yeah, Paul. It's the summer of hot moms. Yeah, apparently. Uh, Todd, what did I learn today? We all don't understand why KD wants out of Brooklyn. Yeah, that's all I want to know. Just tell me why you want out. That's all. What we learned brought to you by M Drive. We try to get fit this summer. Get M Drive Boost and Burn. Burn fat, boost energy. Support healthy testosterone. Clinically tested ingredients. And just for my listeners, get your first two weeks of M Drive Boost and Burn for only $5. Sign up at mdrivedan.com. Great to be back. Thanks for your contributions. For Fritzy, Seton, Marv, Paulie, I'm Dan Patrick. Talk to you tomorrow. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals, each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.